0: Welcome to Machine Learning How the World Works. I want to talk about synthetic gas today and this is part of uh my discussion about how coal gasification using to create synthetic gas. And it's interesting because um they why haven't we had more synthetic gas? A lot of it has to do with corruption and dirty politics and oil companies and their investment into sticking what they know best and that is to put political pressure on uh, politicians to pass laws that are favorable to keeping profit margins high. That's the bottom line. And so what about synthetic gas for the future of energy? Well, if you look at countries that are having difficulties gaining resources for fuel for transportation, like countries like China, they are looking at ways to create synthetic gas. And one of the reasons is to meet the demand because of the, and also because there's a shortage of oil in the world because of disruptions, neither in production, inflation, or war. We have the technology to build the synthetic gas. The question is, will it, there be a market motivation in terms of a profit driving the innovation, offsetting greed, monopoly barriers, and corruption. Technology is just not about creating clean energy. I think that's kind of a buzzword. Technology is about providing innovation to bring a product to market that consumers will buy. One of the interesting things about synthetic gas is it can be made from biomass and natural gas. We have trillions of cubic feet of natural gas, and second of all, we have lots of biomass that could be converted into synthetic gas. Now, why don't we just move to hydrogen? Well, we've talked about the hydrogen highway and the complications with infrastructure there, we also said that maybe the hydrogen highway doesn't need to be built because cars could have onboard reformers and they could electrolyze the methane into electricity or electrolyze the water using catalyst and electricity to produce hydrogen on demand. All of these options could bypass the hydrogen highway, but it would come in direct clash with the oil companies. And so you will not see that approach as an adoption into the future. Instead, they will elect for high-pressure hydrogen, limited fuel stations, expensive fuel cell cell stack cars, and uh, the market penetration will be small. So I think the better option is to look at coal and synthetic gas and using some mixture possibly of gasoline, oil-petroleum-based gasoline with synthetic gasoline. You're going to have to have something that fits the paradigm and the supply mechanism, logistic mechanism that already exists in place. Now, we have the technology to build the natural gas or synthetic gas. and uh, the question is is uh who's doing it? Well, China is pushing for coal gasification technology in a major way. It has partnered with some American companies to gain the technology. To build the gasification production line, it also has access to natural gas and coal It's good a lot China gets a lot of its coal from Australia and there's a lot of advancements in the recent years towards uh synthetic gas. The nature of coal market and the abundance of lower grade coals naturally result in the interest of using lower-grade coals such as bituminous coal and ign- lignite. In addition, refineries across the globe are producing a large stockpile of petroleum coke that can be gasified to produce synthetic gas. Petroleum coke limited to proximity in refineries is an opportunity feedstock which can sometimes be a lower cost fuel. So in China the HIHUA plant uses an SES Global Exclusive Licensing. It is a producer of metallurgical coke, town gas, and methanol, and it will use the synthetic gas produced from coal gasification facilities as its feedstock in the 100,000 ton per year methanol plant as a fuel in its Coke ovens and for its on-site power generation facility. So that's one product, uh, one company in China that's using synthetic gas. Another project in China gave a contract to an American company called, or I'm not sure if it's an American company, To a company called air products and they invest six hundred and fifty million dollars to produce a gasification technology the u.s. company yeah it was a u.s. company was acquired by Shell so it makes me wonder if Shell is starting to think about which direction the future is going whether it's going to go to, the future will be to hydrogen and fuel cell stacked vehicles, or Toyota with its hydrogen-based, high-pressurized tanks and internal combustion engines that run on hydrogen, or if it will be with synthetic gas, and probably its target for synthetic gas is large manufacturers and not vehicles. The Chinese facility is designed to produce 500,000 NM3 slash hour of synthetic gas comprised of five gas fires and two approximately 100,000 NM3 slash per hour air separation units with synthetic gas purification and processing, as well as Associated infrastructure and utilities. Gia Ta E Ghu Ta E will supply the coal feedstock and take all of the output from the plant. Now, another way they can build synthetic gas is with carbon monoxide and um, natural gas. And they can build, Exxon is in the process of building a methanol to gasoline process. So methane, I mean, uh, I I mean, uh, so they take carbon monoxide and methanol combination and they run that through a process, and they can build synthetic gas that way. So you have big players. You have Shell. You have Exxon, American-based companies. You have Air Products, who was acquired by Shell, and they're building synthetic gas. But I don't think the synthetic gas will be used to power vehicles. So, again, we're in trouble because if there's war in the Middle East, that could disrupt our imports of oil and cause oil prices to go up, so you could see oil pri- gas prices exceed the six dollars a gallon if war to were to erupt in the Middle East.